Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Depends what they've brought to the track, you know, what deg, what floor height, what... The other thing... <laughs> distance between the DRS thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, we with the toilet know... brush. They take the toilet brush with the DRS thing. Yeah, they? they do. They get a toilet brush. What do they call them, the critics? They're not, are they? What, they're the scoundrels. <laughs> what are they called? Bro, Screw what? it is! Critic! 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 Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. We have been replaced by robots. <laughs> Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. Once again, it's Jake and Fab sat here on the sofa about an hour before this has to go up. I wasn't expecting you to have that much energy. We both have splitting headaches. Worst headache. We've been out in the sun a little bit today and um, we don't ever leave the house. So I think some <laughs> of you know that. So when we do go out, like we're really sensitive to like UV rays and stuff. No, we filmed with an amazing guest today who will be live on Saturday at 10 a.m. I think you guys are going to love it. And the best thing about it is we left the flat with them and did something else. But it was like a whole day of filming, basically, from they got here, did the pod, went and did something else, came back here, everything. Do you know what I loved? I didn't have to, to worry about this one because I know this is one that everyone's going to have. I think people will like it too. A lot of the time when we do guests, I mean, we're obviously excited to have them on. Mm. That's why we asked them to come on. I mean, it's because we want them on, but we don't ever really know how it's going to go down. Mm. Um, but with this one, I just know. Yeah, I just know. It's, it's a special great. one. I'm, so I'm I can really chill excited for it. I yeah. can't wait to post it. Obviously, no race this weekend. We have a little break until Austria. So we don't have any race to give you our updates on. We don't. We need to come up with something creative to fill the gap. <laughs> creative. I like... Oh, before we get into anything creative, we got a message here from Daniel Foot. Now, Daniel messaged us and said, love the podcast. Just listened to the most recent one and wanted to let you know that Stroll never competed in F2. <laughs> so, Fab, your information on Lance Stroll. Excuse? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, pulled it up. <laughs> Lance Stroll F2, because I'm not having that. Lance Stroll, Lance Strolovich, better known as Lance Stroll, is a Canadian belt F3. Yeah, and he won F3 in 2016 by over 100 points to second place, which is apparently the biggest margin it has ever been won by in F3. But also, he then went straight to Williams in 2017, so he has drove for another team. Do you know what's so bad about this, right? And it's funny, it's because it's us, but I've literally Googled, I remember, I've done it, I've just done it again, Lance Stroll F2, 
And there's a question here. Where did Lance Stroll finish in F2? I've clicked the first one and highlighted at the end of the sentence it says fifth in the championship. <laughs> but it's not team. even talking about F2. <laughs> That's pretty funny, We've which also, this makes me think um, of something really fun that we could do. Our friend, Mike, who has a podcast about music, him and his mate, Eddie, they pull up questions from mm. Google, like commonly asked or most asked questions about a certain topic. Mm. So maybe we could try that one day. Why Mike, don't you try it right now? Why don't you Mike, put Lance Stroll in and see what comes up? We're stealing your idea. What? If I type in if Lance Stroll? If you type in Lance Stroll right now. On Google. Something like... What is Lance Stroll? And it comes up and I'll try and answer it. <laughs> what number is Lance Stroll in F1? Oh. Yeah, see, this is good. I, I, I genuinely don't know at all. Really? Um, oh, I would say something like maybe like 34. I really don't know. What did you just say? 34. You think Lance Stroll is 34 years old? No, his car number. Oh wow, that's what you just asked me. I've just, ha- I've <laughs> just, you just tripped. I just went weird. This headache, mate, is what, more than a what headache. What just happened to I you? I don't know what just you happened. You fell into another place and then just, came back. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just asked you what Lance Stroll's car number was, and then got completely confused and thought we were talking about his age. What is his car number? <laughs> I can't believe this is on air. <laughs> it's one of those moments you just want to forget about, you know. We can't forget about it. His, car, his car number is 18. 18. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought I, I thought it might start with a one, but maybe I was getting him and Alonso mixed up. And then the next, I can never remember the numbers. There. I just can't, to be honest. The next question is, um, is, is number 13 banned in F1? Now, this has nothing to do with Lance Stroll, but this is a good one. Because it is. The number 13 is banned on any car in F1 due to superstition. Okay. Races till the early 1920s used to run cars with the number 13. However, they later stopped using the number two, using the number after two fatal accidents in a short span of time. Blimey, well, I didn't know that. That's I had no idea they today. weren't using a number. The great thing about this Google thing is that more questions come up once you open one. Oh yeah, yeah, they all come up under it. If what would your number be if you were in F one? What number would you have on your car? Uh, we spoke about this recently. Eight. I'd have twenty one. Yeah. Birthday in it. Taylor Swift. You'd have your birthday. Taylor yeah, Swift song. Twenty one for Taylor Swift. Your That's favorite exactly song. What, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I'd have eight. I think. Um, but breaking news. Oh yeah. That the, yeah. There's been some breaking news. Okay. Fab dodgy websites have some been out Some serious again. breaking news, mate. Max Verstappen is the three-time world champion. What? Really? According to Jensen Button. What? He said he's won it. Jensen Button believes that Sergio Perez's inconsistency has already handed Max Verstappen the 2023 title. What do you think of that? Well, obviously Max Verstappen is a three-time world champion. So yeah, I guess we probably should give him a clap. Whoa! Well done. <laughs> Sorry, Rad, next door. No, at this point, I mean, unless something drastic happens, quite clearly he's going to be a three-time world champion, which is amazing. Um, but that is and true. probably a fourth. What Jensen has said is, is pretty much true, really. Perez was probably the only person that could compete with him. And when Perez has been dropping off recently and Max has just been pushing and pushing and pushing... I hate to say the it, The gap mate. gets bigger, doesn't it? I hate to say it, but do you think maybe this is kind of... 
this, you know, it's early days, it's early days. Like Perez has still got so much time to like kind of recoup and get back on track. But like I was saying last year about Daniel Ricciardo mm. and like Freddie Hunt talks about with these mind monkeys, mm. like competing at this level, it takes its toll on your, on your head. And I think if you take a loss or take a couple of losses, that's really, especially if you're a competitive person, yeah. I can't really like relate to that too much because i mean i'm i guess i'm a bit competitive but like no more than the next person mm. these guys thrive off of wanting to be the best so if you take a hit and you you know you crash or you miss a couple of races it's kind of happened to leclerc do you know what i mean it's definitely something you can easily forget about i like feel like they're going through their heads when they're these are normal people like they could have anything going on in their lives right. yeah exactly and that's something else that you'd f completely forget about yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't even know like it is crazy. And then when they step in that car, they don't have time to concentrate or think about anything out every second. Like, I don't even know how they blink, to be honest. It's, it's cra that is crazy, actually, that you said that. Because like, we just look at these people as just racing drivers. Like We just know them as like a racing driver. But they're a human being. Like they've, There's so much else going on in their life. Mm. Like how, you know, and us, us watching them, we're like, how could they ever do, have anything else going on? They should be racing and that's it. But yeah, mate, it's... That's mad to think about that. It's important to remember that. Like, everyone has a different story. They also, some of these drivers have had some of the most unbelievable stories to get to where they are. Like, having to move around the world from so young. Like, from some of the guests we've had on, the stories are unbelievable. Like, yeah. we can never in any way comprehend or understand that. Because just where me and Fabs is from, is just like, you know, a little village in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. School, yeah. everyone kind of does the same normal stuff, you know. And that was our circle, and we didn't know anyone who did anything like this. So to hear, like, a f you know, like someone being 10, 11, 12 years old, flying across the world to move and... Yeah. The respect that these people need is crazy. But, yeah, people, I think people can quite easily forget that, you know... It is a crazy They're life. humans, like... And realistically, every F1 driver only wants to win. Like, don't get me wrong, you get on a podium, that's good. You'd rather be on a podium, but realistically... If it's, you're not first, you're last. It's so intense. Like, when you actually think about, like, kids, when they start karting at six, like, I mean, I was just thinking about fishing. Like, if your dad, like... <laughs> fishing. If your dad hammered it into you as a kid, like, you need to be fishing, and, like, you need to become a fisherman, like, yeah, right, and you go down the lake, and you cast your line out, and you catch a few fish. You so like fishing. You say, Dad, I've done it. I do like fishing, yeah. Um, but for your dad to say you you know you should try racing and chuck you in a car and then all of a sudden at 6 years old you're flying side by side with another lad like that's an intense environment to be in so that will sculpt you as a person before you've even become a teenager mm. which is mad to think so these people you know like i said i'm almost contradicting myself because you know they are born and bred drivers they yeah. are and that is all their only focus but Unfortunately, there is other stuff that goes on in their lives which could affect them on track. Yeah, like, obviously, I'm a bit of a driver, as you know. I drove around Brands Hatch. So I'd like to give some personal experience. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> All right. Jake, please tell me what it's like to well, be a racing driver. One thing that I noticed when I did my first hot lap in the, in the BMW that I flew around the track what, with. What BMW was it? It was a racing one, a BMW racing one. Oh, the racing model. Hatch. Oh, the BMW racing model, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. one. They sold quite a few. I can't remember. They sold a few of those. Um, I spoke to you about it the other day, and I think I have said about it on the pod before, but I always used to think when I watched F1 that the whole time are they thinking, oh my God, I can't crash there, I can't crash there, thinking about where the walls are. 
But then after going round Brands Hatch in that car, and because it was time trials, I was desperate to be the quickest. That not for one second did I even think or even comprehend or imagine the thought of me crashing. Not one inch of your brain. It wasn't even on my mind. Like in the slightest. I was fully to you were pedal locked and zoned the in pedal. tunnel vision. And that not only does that make me believe that I was born and bred ready to be an F1 driver, so I really should start now. You have got like kind of a George Russell physique to you. Yeah. So I could slide into the car pretty easily. Mm. No. And you'd be really good at the photos at the start of the season <laughs> that they take. You'd be really good <laughs> at those. What pose would I do? The posing one. I don't know, like <laughs> on the floor with your legs behind your head. <laughs> like your like your feet crossed behind your head yet with your face just popping through <laughs> smiling I would love if I was a Formula 1 driver though I would, don't, no one really believes my surname's boys but I think I'd want to use Boise like somehow do you reckon I could like well, just on be the, branded on the TV, as that on the TV it'd be abbreviated wouldn't it yeah it'd be, but it'd be annoying why because no because it's like so for like it's their surname isn't it so for Leclerc it's like Lec yeah yeah so what would I have B-O-Y and a boy. Yeah, it's almost a shame there isn't the S on there. Maybe they could add an extra add character four. just for you. No one believes it's my surname. Even today, the woman at the reception didn't believe it's my name. Jake Boys. Hmm. No one knows. Someone messaged and they said, sorry, I thought it was a, us- a game attack. A username. <laughs> game attack. Um, more breaking news coming in now about the Canadian Grand Prix. We made some bold comments, all right, and they were just simply not true. Oh wow! You called. In, you're right. We're going to call ourselves out. Yes. Okay. I, I think. Am. I think we should take. And I think it's very humble of us to do that. <laughs> yeah, we are. Do you know what? I'm feeling quite humble on this Wednesday evening. Great, because we said that this year there was no animals on the track at the Canadian Grand Prix. We were wrong. We were lying. What? When did we say there was no animals? We said there's four species. Yeah, but on the Sunday roundup, oh, did we see sure no we said there was no. I saw animals. a greyhound. A greyhound. A ground dog. Sorry, you saw a ground dog. Yeah. Oh, maybe oh. we didn't say in P one, literally in P one. <laughs> this bit's shit anyway, because all it was Aston Martin had a had a massive team photo after the race, obviously because Alonso did amazingly well, and a police dog came and joined them. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I've seen the photo. It's unbelievable because the dog also stands on its back legs, doesn't it? it like, yeah, does a the trick. talented canine broke out its party trick for the camera. <laughs> this surely is one of the biggest feel-good moments of the entire race weekend. I missed it on TV. <laughs> I've got two things to ask. One, how is that breaking news? And two, why did we have to say that we're so humble before saying that? Because, <laughs> because we didn't say there's a grey Because look at this dog. And there's Mikey Brown in the background with the biggest smile on his face. Yeah, that's a beautiful dog. I don't know about you guys listening, but dogs are just the greatest thing in the if world. If you haven't seen that picture, go on Aston Martin's Instagram and look at that. If you want some serious breaking news, here you go. What breaking big, news. Big boy. However. Lovely boy. However, this is something that is going around, you know, just in the ether. And it might it, not it, it, be you've true. You've said ether a few times this this season. It's ether, by the way. Sorry. Just to let you know. Ether. I'll let you go away the, the last two or three times. but It might not be true, but someone said that there's a small chance that um, Mick Schumacher could replace Logan Sargent at, um, mm. at Williams. Mm-hmm. And it could happen. When was that? When did we find this out? A couple of days ago. Who told us? Secret supplied information. Sorry. MI5 cannot. Say. I don't remember who told us this. <gasps> who do we? Who are we with recently? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we found this out a couple of days ago. However, it could be nothing. 
But I find it quite interesting because realistically, Mercedes and Williams are linked, aren't they? But Logan, surely they have to give Logan a season at least. Well, as I let me just take a swig of my drink. But then at the end of the day, like Mick wants a seat, and if Albon is showing that that Williams is quite quick, maybe they're thinking, hmm, maybe we could put Mick in there. Do you know what's crazy? As you just said that, it just made me think then, like, Sometimes it's hard to picture the difference between the cars, but you can see where the, the Williams is slower because when it, it has to brake so much earlier for a corner. When I was watching the like the drone mm. footage from Canada, it's that the cars just catch up with it so quickly yeah. before it breaks. It's amazing to see. Yeah, it's cool when you watch cars through different corners and see how they all take them. Yeah, every car has a different setup, obviously. So yeah. depends what they've brought to the track. You know, what deg, what floor height. What? The other thing. <laughs> distance between the DRS thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, we With the toilet know brush. They take the toilet brush with the DRS thing. Yeah, they, they do. They get a toilet brush. What do they call them? The critics? They're not, are they? What, they're the scoundrels. <laughs> what are they called? Bro, Screw what? it is! <laughs> cricket. A cricket. 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 <laughs> the scoundrels come along oh, with their toilet brush. Banging. My yeah. head is seriously. This is like. My forehead is thumping. This is equally the poliest we have both been at the same time doing a pod ever. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There is um, another little bit of news. What were you just talking about, by no, the way? No, but just give me a roundup. Do you think that could happen? Could you see Mick at Williams, maybe? Oh, God. I just don't... I don't know, because... You can't take a rookie, give him like give him eight races or whatever it's been, mm. and expect him to to be. Well, I think they're saying amazing. end of the year. Like to be fair, I heard a rumor that it could be mid season, but I you think love I a mid season <laughs> mashup. Look, if Jake Boyd says I had a rumor, or Jake Boyd comes early breaking, you take it with the tiniest pinch of salt. You're gonna be the king of silly season, whenever that is. <laughs> I, August. Yeah, it's just gonna be Jake Boyd's silly season, mate. Look, if there if there is a mid season swap halfway through, then hats off to you. I'll get down and, and bow and I'll <laughs> polish your boots. But I just don't see a mid season swap I'm not, happening. I don't. I don't it, I I'd love it. There's only a mid season swap in two places if okay. it happens. Yeah, deliver it. Red Bull or Williams. That's that's where I would go with it. You don't think there could be one? No. But then I also at the same time. I don't time, think it would be f- it would be fair to to bin off Sergeant like halfway through. No, this they season. shouldn't. They shouldn't. You got to give him a whole season. Of and course. he's in a Williams as well. Like, but the Williams is getting better. That's what I think might be putting more pressure on it because they're thinking, wow, if Albon can do that and that, we need someone else who can get in them points. These points are worth millions of pounds. Mm. If Mercedes have another driver ready to go in that seat. But my only thing is, surely they need an American driver on the grid right now, like Miami, Vegas, Texas, you know. Yeah. You need an American driver. And is there another American driver? Is there someone else that could that could step in? Uh, There's a name like Colton, Colton something. Colton Herrera? Yes. 
Carlson. That's like another person I've heard of that's American. Yes. However, I don't know anything. Fine. So. <laughs> we have American listeners as well. So they're talking about the guy from IndyCar. Right yeah, apparently he is like a... Just as my Google decides to not work. Yeah, Colton Herter. Yes, 23. He's young. He's got luscious hair. But does he look like he could be an F1 driver? He looks a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. What kit could you imagine him in when you look at him first? I can't see the photo of him, but I don't even know what he looks like. Um, what does he look like? Show me that. Do you know what? He doesn't really look like an F1 driver, I guess, but I don't know. No, he looks like an F1 driver, I think. He has got the hair, the cool hair. Yeah, he has got the cool hair. If that was slicked back mm. with like a load of Brill cream. Yeah, I reckon he could wear a Williams as well. Yeah? Mm. You can see him in a Williams? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking oh, news. wow. No, I'm joking. False alarm. It's not breaking news. But I was reading a post here and Yuki Sonoda put up a, a post on Instagram basically wishing farewell to a member of the Avatari team. Mm. Um, so I was thinking, who could it be? And it turns out it's the guy who I guess does all the Instagram and everything. He's head of digital content. So probably not just Instagram. <laughs> but I found it quite interesting because I believe Yuki was saying like he was one of his best mates mm. at AlphaTauri. And uh, I just find that quite interesting that he's that kind of connected to someone like that as part of the team. Um, and basically this guy is moving to Ferrari. So I don't really know what that entails. But Yuki said over to Ferrari. <laughs> considering you're the digital man, you're like the year, year 3000... CDs, MP3, kind of like digital new wave YouTube. It's, no, it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's digital. It's just when these drivers come over from another place in the world, like they don't know anyone. A lot of the time they might only know the trainer. They, you know, they, if they might know some of the other drivers on the grid, but they're in other garages. Yeah. They got to get to know like the whole factory, everyone there, all these new people. But you is, would get attached to like one or two people pretty quickly. But is head of digital, is that what I was getting at, the kind of looking after the socials and stuff? Um, yeah, I mean, he'll just be probably overseeing all the digital content they produce. That's like across websites, socials, so everything. So would he have been trackside, this guy? I mean, I'm sure yeah, I could yeah, Google it. Probably, yeah. yeah. It reminds me a lot of um, Stefano. At Alfa Romeo. Okay. I believe they're probably quite similar roles. And if so Stefano, I guess I could... if that's completely wrong, then sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see Stefano's probably nothing to do with that, is he? I can see I could see why that could be your good friend though, because that's someone who's part of the team, travels with you every year, but is outside of the stress of the race. Yeah. There's someone who's on site, you know, he's probably a lovely guy as well. Um and he's not asking him he's probably just taking I don't know. Long shot on could say maybe the digital guy also worked on the podcast. They were doing that podcast quite a lot last year. That's oh, quite a personal thing. Yeah, he could have been involved be in that. You know, Yuki loves making videos and content and stuff, doesn't he? So he would have been quite involved with a content guy yep. and a digital guy to talk about how he wants to be, you know, seen, what he wants to put out, what his images. That yep. would be up to him as a driver, ultimately. Josh Cruz or jo Josh Cruz, his name is. I, you could tell me his name's anything. I wouldn't know, would I? It's a pretty cool name. <laughs> uh, here he is on Instagram. Content social for AlphaTauri. There you go. F former world's youngest person. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what? a genius bio. What did he say? Former, world, former world's youngest person <laughs> with a little gold medal next to it. Hypertolerant to lactose. 
So this guy, yeah, I mean, he looks like a young guy. There's photos of him and Yuki together. That's cool. Mm. We've met this guy, haven't we? Mm. I don't know. We've met a lot of people, but there's no way I can remember, like, literally half of them. So is this the guy that they did the pod with? I don't know, Fab. How would I know? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) But it was a good shout, though. Yeah, they probably did do something like that. Do you know what, mate? That, um, that, the Googling thing, I'm actually... That is actually a really good idea. I was... (laughs) What was that? Oh! Let me just smash something. Great. Oh, no. And I made a fly trap. I made a fly trap. Okay. And it, it took me a little while to make, you know, I put some vinegar in it, some fairy liquid in it. No, tell them exactly what you did, because it was very creative. Well, I went on YouTube and typed in how to make a fly trap, because there was flies inside, like, because it's been really hot and we're in flats, and some reason they, like, come and circle in the middle of the flat. It might be something to do with the fact that our flat is fucking disgusting, or it could just be that... Guys, look, we live, we live on the seventh floor, right? And, you know, we have... Rubbish, like we have bin bags. Mm. So there's no rubbish shoot. We don't. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> that sounds so extra. Like oh, really? Like a rubbish shoot. Yeah, it does a little. No, bit but more. I would assume like a lot of flats have a rubbish shoot, so you can just walk out your door. Maybe and that's just an American. Throw it down. I've never. To be fair, I've only ever. Well, lived. So, yeah, to be fair, the first time I lived mm-hmm. in a flat was in America, so that would make sense why I would think that. Well, you know, we're not going to just walk downstairs with one bag. Like you let the bags build up a little bit, and then yeah. you take down a few there's at no once. Point taking one. However, we did leave some in the middle room and close the door and didn't go in there for about two weeks. That's when you know it's bad. We had our own landfill site. And then we went in there today because we had a new guest, we had a guest coming over and uh, we realised that the house fucking stunk. So we had to just get the Febreze out, get the bags out, get out of there. But I made a fly trap. So I got a bottle. And I cut the top of the bottle off, and then in the bottle you fill it half of water, you put some vinegar in, you put a bit of sugar in, and you put some fairy liquid in. You give it a mix, and then you put the, the top of the bottle that you've cut off upside down in it, so if they went in, they'd like get through the hole, and apparently the flies can't get out. That's the weirdest concoction I've ever heard. And it's a fly trap. Well, it doesn't work. I had it out for three days, it did absolutely nothing, and then when I'm in the cupboard an hour ago looking for a paracetamol, I knock it. The whole thing goes everywhere. All over the the floor. floor is covered in vinegar and fairy liquid and sugar. And yeah, that's yeah, just house, how the house, fly trap went, really. The house just stinks of balsamic vinegar now. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. I actually quite like vinegar. Let's do this this Googling thing again. Mike, shout out to you because this is such a great idea. But what are you going to put in? So I don't know. What should we Google? I don't know. Which driver do you feel like we know the least about on the grid? Uh, like, probably... I don't know much about Magnuson. Or, no, even worse, Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg. I don't yeah. know barely anything about Hulkenberg. I know a lot of people... Li- no, to be fair, a lot of people listening will know a lot about both of them because they raced before we yeah. watched. So maybe we should do something like a newer guy. Like Dick DeVries. Okay. Or Logan Sargent. Let's do Logan Sargent. Logan Sargent. I don't know if Mike just types in the name or he types in something else, but I'm just typing in Logan Sargent's name. People also asked, what happened to Logan Sargent is the top question. The second question is, is Logan Sargent British? The answer is obviously no. Williams Logan Sargent had to retire from the Canadian Grand Prix after being told to stop due to a critical issue. That's not very interesting. No, this is going fucking horrendous, man. <laughs> this is a terrible <laughs> idea. I think, do you know what? Rather than Google Driver, I think we have to Google something about what F1. What have you wrote in? Just what his name. Wrote? Well, you can't, if you just Google his name, it's not going to come up. You need to type in like, why does Logan Sargent? And then it will come up with things at the end. And then it will say like, or who does Logan Sargent? Really? Yeah, type in what. Oh God, you can see my history there. Yeah. Oh, oh 
God, get off that. That is awful. Um, so what should I type in here? So, like, why... I don't think this is going to work. Why does Logan Sargent... <laughs> why does Logan Sargent... Why does Logan Sargent? It, no, nothing comes up, mate. It should I got, come up at the top. When you type it in there. No, it doesn't come up. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. We're no, going to have to work on this concept. No, I've got a better one. So, so why do F1 cars? <laughs> and I'm going to quiz you... What? Okay, this is fucking brilliant now. This is perfect. Why do F1 cars spark? Because if they're low to the floor, obviously the floor and the ground... Yeah, but why does that happen, though? Because it hits it. It connects it. When does it hit? When it hits the ground. But why does it hit the ground only sometimes and not all the time? Because the cars have suspension. Mm-hmm. Porpoising. If you go over... A, for example, if you go over... A, Oh, that's the second time you've done oh that. Oh my god, you're you, joking me! The whole I, drink. That was the, full. The whole drink. Oh no! Right, go I get just a cleaned cloth. up the go vinegar. Get go get a cloth. Oh my god! All right, we're back. Jake uh, dropped his drink simultaneously while the food showed up at the door. So he, what are you eating? Oodles. Oodles. What's inside the... What have you got? It's um, sweet and sour chicken, also caramelised chicken with vegetable rice and spicy chips. That looks, sounds, smells delicious. It is absolutely fantastic. If we weren't live on air right now, I'd be crawling across that sofa for a little I'm not much of a spice man. Is it hot? I'm not going to lie. Right now, my mouth is on fire. Sounds like you might have to hand it over at some point. What? The the food? The the debris, yeah. So we've got some more questions here, right? Why do F1 cars lock up? I mean, I'm no brake specialist. But I can only imagine it's because you've hit the brakes too dang hard and the wheels start sliding. Mm-hmm. The wheels lose lose traction or they lock up, I guess. I don't actually know. Maybe, yeah, because you just hit the brakes too hard, I guess. At the wrong point of them being aimed a certain way. Yeah. I've like, got a really good one here. Okay, you've dropped me a really good one. Um, oh my God, my mouth is so hot. Which I feel like I, I kind of know half the answer to and half not. Why do F1 cars flash red? Actually, I do know both. When they break, they just they do it when they break. Just it's, they're they're always on now, so that cars can see when they're behind them breaking. It's just like an extra safety thing as well, isn't it? Nah, that's actually wrong. I believe. Really? Yeah. What are, what are you going to tell? Me? A, I don't think it's a braking light. One of us is really. They're stupid. on all the time. I'm pretty sure, but then they. So they're on all the time in the wet. Yeah, and then they 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 only come on when they break. And in the dry, they. The light comes on and it flashes when they're harvesting. Okay, harvesting their energy for their battery. Yes. Surely they also have a brake light though. Otherwise, even in the even in the dry, you pull up behind someone, you wouldn't know they're braking. Well, everyone brakes at the brake point for the corner. Not everyone. The same Not corner. if you want to dive up the inside. Yeah, well, then you move out of the way. No, surely they have a brake light at the back. We need. To- I don't believe that one bit. But then I've never really thought about it. There must be something. No, F1 cars don't have brake lights. All F1 car... F, while, a, while a required feature on all F1 cars since 1970s, this light is indeed used for safety reasons, but the purpose might not be what you expect. I couldn't even read that. <laughs> Did I just sound like something just happened to me then? What are you trying to tell us? Do they have brake lights or not? No. Okay. The answer is no. So it's for when they harvest... Yeah. 
Harvesting's going to be probably quite key in 2026 because of the new changes. Big changes coming to the regulations. There is? Big changes. Apparently, the cars are going to be a lot quicker in 2026. Really? Mm. Are you just going to sit there with that food on your lap, or can I just dive straight I'm, in? I'm absolutely starving, mate. Mate, I'm so hungry. I'm, I think I might just dig into the oodles, to be honest, you know? Yeah. You know, we've also got to edit this guest episode. We've got to get this edited and ready. Yep, and this episode goes live in 25 minutes. This one we're recording right so now. So 35 minutes, yeah. So if you are listening straight after midnight... We're probably still up editing Saturday's episode. 10 a.m. I like people knowing that it's going to be Saturday, 10 a.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. for all guest apps. Like yeah. That. Yeah, I do like that. It's going to be good. And I would really recommend watching this one because we left the flat and it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's really good, guys. You're going to absolutely love it. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're following along on the old Spotify. Yes. Make sure you hit that big, red, juicy subscribe button on the <laughs> yeah. old YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you hit that big... I suppose it's a white button until you press it, then it goes blue. Or is it the other way around oh, on what? Instagram when you follow someone? Oh, it's yeah, blue yeah, yeah. first, isn't it? Then it goes white. Not sure. Either uh, way, yeah. just follow us on, on, on all socials. At Pit Stop. Yeah. And guys, thanks for tuning in to this, uh, this Pit Stop episode. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Saturday, 10 a.m. And then you'll get us Sunday midnight ready for Monday morning. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Pit Stop podcast. See you guys then. Saturday, 10 a.m. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.